blast from our past network. I want to be on the team. Has it got a name? Yeah, it's called the Revengers. Revengers? Because I'm getting revenge. You're getting revenge, and you're... Um, I'm just undecided. I mean, we don't have to have a name. We could have no name. Gentlemen, boys and squirrels, welcome to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, the place where a rookie comic book reader, that's me, asks a whole lot of questions. My name is Tessianos, and I will be your host on this fine June day, a perfect day for podcasts, if you ask me. Uh, so I want to start this podcast with a few housekeeping things and changes for OCD. So if you um, have been keeping up on our Instagram or Facebook, Corey and I decided to go our separate ways. And But don't worry, you can still, still hear him over at Podcasting After Dark and Cartwright. He is still around. We're still pals. And this is just the way the world works. It's all good. Everything's good. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Very excited for our guest today. Uh, one more thing that I think a lot of you will be very excited about. So <laughs> previously, OCD was a non-explicit podcast, basically meaning no cussing. We did that in an attempt to, you know, garner a younger audience and create a safer work podcast. However, after 40 plus episodes, I have learned that this is just not something that I want to do anymore. This podcast is about comic books. Comic books are about stories and stories evoke lots of emotion. And I am not going to be one that tells you that you can't have that kind of emotion because sometimes those emotions need to be told with explicatives. <clears throat> Adam. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't want to hold anyone back from expressing how they truly feel about a comic. So all I want to ask is that OCD remains a safe place. There will be no racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, or judgment for pronoun preference on this podcast because I just, I simply will not allow that. All colors, sexes, and extraterrestrial life forms are more than welcome to listen and engage with this podcast. Come on down, come on down. And now, with that said, and without Further ado, I would like to introduce today's guest. I am very excited he is here today. Today, I am joined by John. You guys may know him. He is the host and producer of Blast From Our Past podcast, a podcast where John and his brother Adam discuss their favorite movies, TV shows, video games, and albums from the 90s, oh, the 80s and 90s and 70s sometimes, I guess. John is also the host and producer, along with his brother Adam again, for Throwback Trivia Takedown, a nostalgic podcast that focuses on 70s, 80s, and 90s, and no early 2000s, John, <clears throat> pop culture in a fun trivia format. If you guys haven't checked out this guy in any of his podcasts, like, what are you doing? John and Adam work so hard on their shows, and their, their shows are just so well done. I thoroughly enjoy listening to them. Um, anyway, this is his third episode guesting here on OCD and his first time just talking to little old me. Please welcome our guest, John Spees. <laughs> you are so fucking adorable. <laughs> oh my gosh, the first F-bomb. Well, on this one anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure my brother had the distinction of that one. He did. I Probably. was editing. Yeah, that's why I coughed <clears throat> Adam, which is your brother. <laughs> I was edit I was editing the podcast and uh and the first F bomb he dropped, I was like, uh, eh, okay, I'll take it off. And then like the second and the third happened and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Just let it be explicit. Yeah, it, it does get a little annoying having to edit that stuff out. I've had to we we uh, <laughs> uh like this the previous iteration of this podcast, we do try to keep throwback trivia takedown clean. Yeah, um, okay. Because I um 
trivia is something that Adam and I are both, you know, very, very uh, into and, and we love. And um, Adam's been doing pub trivia for years now. Oh, cool. And I, uh, with, there's a podcast that both he and I listen to um, that we've had guests on from that my kids love to listen to. And so when we put that one together, I said, listen, I, I can't play our, we can't play the blast from our past in the car for my kids. So right. I, I really like to make this one as clean as possible. Right. And your kids join you on a lot of your like podcasting homework. So they're probably totally into the oh, trivia because yeah. they know a lot, right? Oh, they, they love it. They love yeah. it. My, my son's favorite TV show for a long time was Jeopardy. Oh, so he's like, he's down for this trivia. Oh yeah. He loves it. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Like, I want to be that kind of parent that's like, hey kid, sit here on the couch. Like we're watching Star Wars today. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Star Wars, we've been doing that. So when oh. um, uh, when uh, the uh, coronavirus sort of first broke out and we all got stuck at home, mm-hmm. first thing we did was, all right, we're going to go through all the Marvel movies. Ah, nice. So we did that. Then we went through all of Lord of the Rings. Then we went through oh. all of Harry Potter. And now we're on um, now we're on Star Wars. Uh, we've gone through all of the movies. Uh, and now we're up to the newest one. We're up to Force Awakens. So we have the last three to watch with them. Nice. So we, Are we, they? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so when your kids were watching and they got to the part where Darth Vader reveals that he's Luke's dad, did you tell them before or was it a surprise? No, they already knew. Oh, okay. They already my, my son went through a period where he made us download the original trilogy on his iPad when he was about five or six, and he oh. watched them all the time. Okay. So okay. he 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 already seen them. We okay. he had just not seen the 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 first three and the he's seen some of the recent three. We took him to the theater for at least a couple of them. But um, my sister, or, excuse me, my daughter hadn't seen most of them. So that's that partly was for her. Partly was just t- so that we have uh, something to do. It's actually been really nice to have like a family thing since we can't really go out and do things. We're like okay, you know. Um, not every day but at least every other day or every two or three days family movie day you know, we'll, we'll put a block of time out in the middle and we'll do that so once we're done with star wars i'm not sure what we're gonna do oh man well, we'll okay so for your daughter though which one's her favorite i'm curious like lord of the rings star wars harry potter what does she probably harry potter oh sweet okay probably harry potter does she like witchy stuff, like magical witchy stuff? she likes all kinds of things oh she sweet. she's like the toughest girly girl I know. She has a mohawk, right? Right? No, no, no. She, she doesn't have a mohawk. She did have, we did shave the side of her head. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, we did so shave cute. the side of her head. Uh, she decided she didn't like it, so she's going to grow it back out. But she um, tried it, which is great. But she tried it, yeah. Um, I mean, just uh, just yesterday, she started teaching herself how to skateboard. <gasps> yes, that's my girl. She, she's been wanting to learn. I never really rode a skateboard, so I really couldn't get her started. And my dad just found a YouTube video, and she's brought over and said, here, watch this. Did it? Amazing. She walked outside and like within five, five ten minutes, she had the basics down. Dude, that's and how old is she? Seven. And how old is your son? Ten. Oh my gosh, this is their childhood. They're gonna remember this forever. But also, uh, my daughter is the one who uh, a year ago um, we decided. You know, every year they had to do some activity. They do musical instruments and they do. Um, I'm sorry for everyone that we're going into my <laughs> family life. No, I want to hear that. I've always wondered. Go. Um. 
and they always have to do a sport of some kind or some sort of physical activity. Um, they do, they do, they started doing acting, which I don't Ooh. think my daughter is into as much. So as soon as she's done with this one, she's not going to do it. But okay. she told me, she goes, I want to do wrestling. <gasps> I said, okay. Glow. So a year ago, we started her at Randy Couture's MMA gym. Oh my God. Taking, taking MMA style wrestling courses, like oh grappling gosh. and stuff. She did it for about a year. And then she, you know, she's a kid. Eventually she got tired of it. But yeah. we did take her to a tournament and her coach did say she, that she was, you know, she was getting pretty good for her age and she Dude. should continue. Unfortunately, she decided not to. So uh, now, now they're both her and my son because it's it's come down to when one of them does something, the other one wants to do it. And so we found it nice. easier just to have them all do the same thing is also easier <laughs> on us because then we don't have to take them to multiple different places. Right. Um, but now they're doing uh, fencing. Like Dude, like Olympic fencing. You're parenting right. Like I'm gonna take <laughs> cues from you. Like that's awesome. <laughs> you're like yeah, I'm sure. Not, whatever I don't you know want. about that. Time will tell on that one. But we we <laughs> we do keep them busy. They they take two different musical instrument lessons plus the acting plus the fencing. It does keep us busy too. Yeah, and but it's all like it's like a family thing, which is awesome. And especially during this time when they can't go to school, it's like how are we going to keep our kids entertained? But you still make it like a family event, which is so cool. Yeah, yeah, we've been trying to do that and take them on. We would take them out on hikes, especially when we were really in lockdown. Now we're starting to open up a little bit. When we were really in lockdown, we'd have to. Thankfully, I live in in Las Vegas, um, where there is the city, but as soon as you go out, there is nothing. Oh, you know, okay. it's just desert. So we would just we would go out to the desert and go for a hike or something like that, away from you know, you know, somewhere where we won't see, we literally won't see anyone on the entire hike. Wow. So. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And you had fun. the backyard Olympic games with them. I saw you had like the like with their scooters or something. You're like ready to oh, yeah. go. And they oh yeah. Oh yeah. We um we we'd, we'd set you know things up in the backyard, do challenges and stuff like that. My son um uh, has a, a YouTube channel. Um, it's really, it's really just for friends and family. So I don't really give it out publicly for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll just do videos for that or stuff like that. I love that, man. That's so freaking cool. Um, I didn't even know that about you, but I see all your posts about your kids and I'm like, they look like they're having a blast. (laughs) We, we do what we can. They're also, we, we lucked out. We got good kids. They're really good. Um, they're, they, they work hard. Oh, that's so sweet. That's awesome. Uh, have you, have they started, and they start reading copy, uh, they started reading comic books already, right? Yes, they have. All right. Um, what comic books are they reading? So my son's, uh, my daughter, uh, my daughter liked the DC superhero girls Ooh, for a while. Okay. Um, both of them really like the Simpsons. So um, there's the, economy, the the local store that we go to has, has a good, pretty big backlog of Simpsons comics. Okay. So I'll let them get one or two when they go. Um, also, both of them like Ducktales, so ah, yes. in, in, in most of the mostly things that are related to the TV shows that they already like. But that's fine because one, they're reading comic books. Two, they're reading, and I'll I'll take yeah. that any day. Right, um, right. My son also started reading um, the the newest Peter Porker, the oh, yeah spectacular Spider Ham. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Does he like that one? Because I've actually kind of checked that one out. <laughs> that he he does. He's only he's only had he only has the first two issues. We've had we've been having trouble finding the other ones. So when we find the rest of them, he'll get a chance to finish it. 
Oh, that's so awesome. Our little niece, she's eight. We always buy her comic books, but I always read them before we give them to her. <laughs> the, the little kids one, like, they're so simple, and you can just blaze through them in, like, an hour, like, no problem. But they're so they're so fun. It's just art, mostly. It's not a whole lot of words. It's like, yeah. just you just let your eye just go. It's like a cartoon. It's like flipping those flip books, you know? It's yeah. just... Like you just go right through the story. Well, awesome. I love uh, I love those little John Speeds Jr. stories. That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so today we have you on to review Marvel's Secret Invasion comic book. And yes. you had texted me about this. You are like just blazing through them, the whole all of them, right? Yes, I just, I I want to say to be fair to Tess, um, I did kind of bully my way onto <laughs> and I texted her and said, no. "I'm coming on to talk about this." No, I wasn't like, it wasn't even a can I? It's I'm coming on to talk about this. <laughs> hey, you have a comic book podcast. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, I don't need one because we 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 got you. Yes. Yes, exactly. No, that's fine. Because then I'll just be like, "Hey, uh, your Halloween episodes. You're gonna have me on all of yours, right?" <laughs> <laughs> So we can bully each other and be like, I'm coming on. Uh, no, awesome. Yep. I'm so glad that you got me into this because like I've never heard of it. And then the more that I was looking into it, it looks like it'll possibly be a show on Disney Plus. I there's I don't know. There's all kinds of rumors that's going on right now. What's okay. with, with what's the next phase is, but they haven't really announced anything. So uh, back in f- probably February, maybe January, I decided that I wanted to read a whole story run. Okay. Of something. Okay. Um, I originally thought I might do Civil War, but I've already read some of Civil War mm-hmm. um, from from Marvel. So I decided to read the event that happens pretty much right after Civil War, or a little bit after Civil War, which is this one, Secret Invasion. Okay. So I went on a research bender looking for what are all the trades I need to to get. And thankfully, there was one a couple of sites that had basically done all my homework for me. They found, they're like, okay, if you want to read the entire thing, you need these trades. Okay. And so that's all I did. I didn't start reading anything until I had collected all 29 books. Woo! Okay, so how long did it take you to collect all 29? It took me about a, about six weeks to get everything. So did you go to your local comic book store? Did you pick it up off, offline, online? Both. Or? I did okay. a, a combination of things. I, I, I do like to frequent my local stores when possible. Okay. Because um, I like giving them the business, uh, my business, like not giving them the business, <laughs> but giving them business. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. But uh, the ones that I couldn't find, I would have to get online, and there were a couple that really were kind of out of print, so I had to go to eBay to find those. I did eventually find all of them. Oh my gosh! So. And okay, and then where are you? Are, are you done with them? Yep. Oh my yep. gosh. I finished and the last book in the run last night and then this morning I reread uh the first book or it's technically well technically the first book but for really the second book which is Secret Invasion the one that we're going to talk about today. Okay. And so when you were done with the one last night we were like, "Oh man, that was so satisfying. I'm so glad I read them all." Yes. Okay. I was I was I was glad to have read them all. Um uh I knew as soon as I was done that I was going to have to go back and reread Secret Invasion anyway. I had planned on doing that yeah. um, because this one kind of encompasses like the biggest parts of it. And then all of the other side stories are kind of happening off in the periphery or some of them aren't even directly related to this one, just to the events of what's happening in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. And I knew I, periodically I'd have to go back and kind of relook at one section and be like, what happened here? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it took me about two months or so to read all of the books. 
Not that I'm okay. a slow reader. I just, I would, you know, I would try, I wanted to do one book a day and that just didn't happen. Sometimes, you, just, you know, it's when you got lot. kids, you yeah. Just, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. So I would go for a couple days without reading and then I would read like two or three trades in a, you know, on, in one day. And so eventually I was like, actually, I'm glad when you set the, the, uh, when you set the schedule for this, I was like, okay, now I know how to pace myself. So I just kind of oh, okay. paced myself. Uh, leading up to that so I would finish right about the right time and then reread this so I could refresh the main story in my head. That's awesome. And the and you said this happens after Civil War. I have yes. some of the Civil War issues that I got from Corey before he moved up to Oregon, and I have yet to read them, but now I'm more interested in them. And the only, the only way that I knew this was af- after Civil War because I've seen the movie um, mm-hmm. is Thor hates Iron Man. And I was like, oh, this must be after Civil War. Is that right? <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes. I'm okay. not sure that has to do with the movie, but... I just know in the movie, there's two conflicting sides, and I was like, they yes. hate each other. Must be Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Plus, at the very beginning of this, uh, Captain America is presumed dead. That's right. That's right. And, so, yep. and that had to happen at the end of Civil War. Oh. Oh, well, that too. Okay. Well, now I got to go... <laughs> I should have watched the movie before this then, but I didn't know. I mean, I read the book this morning. I was like, dang, if I read it yesterday, I would have watched I Civil think, War today. I think, honestly, if you would have watched Civil War, you would have had more questions than you do now because okay. it's not it's – the the movie is only vaguely like this, the comic series. Okay. 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 I'm going to I'm gonna read it now. You're, I love comparing. Your better, your better bet would be – and I've done stuff like this too – is there are a lot of people who have done really good videos who just outline – a story mm-hmm. so if, if you just go i'm sure you can find someone on youtube like comics explained or something like that mm-hmm. um, and look for a civil war story and they'll just outline everything all the big things that happen and then mm-hmm. you can you know it'll lead you into another one i'm down like i, I love i love like because you know as you know like i'm a new comic book reader for the most part mm-hmm. I'm like a year in um i like I don't know. I've found over time, especially in Marvel and DC, because it's such a huge freaking timeline with crossovers (laughs) and shit. Yeah. And so when I get to add like a piece of the story into a timeline, it's so satisfying. Like this one definitely filled up a timeline for me. I was like, ooh, I get it. I get things now. I understand. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I've been I've been on a big uh, comic book kick for the last year or two now. And when I'm reading Marvel, I found that I've actually been reading a lot of stories that happen around the same time. So some of the bigger ones is like reading reading the Young Avengers run, Ooh, and yeah. I read the the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run, and um, oh Hawkeye, oh, an How- underrated guy. I know uh, the House of M. Oh, and I all that read stuff. That one. That's yeah. yeah, it's really good. And uh, X Men versus Avengers and all that stuff, which all happened around the same time. Although I did find I did figure out pretty early on that I was reading them in the wrong order. Oh, <laughs> but it was still nice because then after I read, I will, you know, I'd read something and then I'd go back and read something that turns out it takes place beforehand. Um, you start see, you start connecting the dots of, oh, now I understand why it, you know, why this is happening. And actually that largely happened with Secret Invasion because mm. a lot happens in this book. Yes. A lot of characters are oh all tied gosh. in and sometimes for a short amount of time and then going off and reading their story, it'll it will show you th- everything leading up to that and pe- and you know and beyond it which is nice because then it's now I'm starting to connect the dots I have you know I have the main body now I'm starting to pull in the little bits from side you, to side I didn't realize and this sounds dumb I didn't realize that there were so many freaking avengers 
<laughs> I was like, God well, damn it! When does this list end? Like, well, it, they're it's all a, here. <laughs> it's a fluctuating team, so they're they're always being replaced with new people. Um, mm. Plus, uh, Secret Evasion happens after Civil War, which saw the creation in Marvel what was called the Fifty States Initiative. So, if you read stuff in the book that they didn't refer to as the Fifty States, they just said the Initiative. Yeah, and that was Hank Pym's uh, thing about every oh. state having a superhero team. So okay. now not only is there like the X-Men and the Avengers, but every literally every state has a superhero team. Oh. So there are there are all kinds of characters here that even I was reading this, I'm like, I have no idea who this is. So every state has senators, governors, and superhero team. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like I mean, I'm down with that. Are you? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know, as long as they're um, not corrupt. Yeah, as yes, yes, as long as they're not corrupt. Please don't be corrupt. Uh, so I'm just gonna uh do the summary real quick so we can just dive in head first. Uh, okay, so today we're reviewing the first volume of Varmel's 2008 comic book series, Secret Invasion. And the synopsis is very short. The shape-shifting scrolls have been infiltrating the Earth for years, replacing many of Marvel's heroes with imposters, setting the stage for an all-out invasion. Now, this comic book was written by Brian Michaels Bendis, which I had no idea he's such a big fucking deal. Bendis <laughs> is a... <laughs> did you know? <laughs> yeah, I had an I'm idea. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Bendis is a multiple award-winning comic, cre- comic book creator, not comic book creeper, creator, <laughs> and is easily one of the top comic book writers of the day, says all of the internet. He is the co-creator for Miles Morales from uh, Into the Spider-Verse, for Marvel, he has written runs for Jessica Jones, Guardians of the Galaxy, X-Men, Avengers versus X-Men, House of M, Age of Ultron, Civil War, and Siege. And if you want to know more about him, just look, just type in his name. I think I did Brian Michael, and it was like, do you mean this guy? And it was like, <laughs> jeez, I had no idea. Okay, so I'm like, I followed him on Instagram. Got to keep up with that guy. All right, and then so the artist for Secret Invasion is Gabriel Del Otto. Del Otto is a renowned artist from Italy. He has created comic book art for both Marvel and DC. For Marvel, he has a very long, long resume from Spider-Man, The Clone, Conspiracy, Avengers, Conan, Captain America, and many, many more. It's kind of insane how big this uh, his resume is. But yeah, so that's the beginning of uh, Secret Invasion here. And um, man, I it opens up with... Captain America dead on the news. Just mm-hmm. boom, right into it. Yep. So it's, uh, it's you know, it's everyone not knowing what to do. Um, if you did see the movie, you know, they, they wanted to do a thing where they registered, you know, superheroes and that sort of thing to mm-hmm. put, you know, superheroes under government control. And that was what sparked the whole Civil War timeline in Marvel. Um, and so, uh, so there's a, a – um, I mentioned it before there's a YouTube channel – called comics explained that just will go over mm. issues and trades and stuff like that and just kind of it breaked everything down it's a really really nice channel awesome I'll have to check um, out. yeah um and a couple of things i had forgotten was and he mentioned was that at the end of civil war you know they had all of this stuff they now had the 50 states initiative they now had you know the superhero uh, registration act all that stuff Mm-hmm. Stuff that you you kind of know, there's no way Marvel's going to let this continue. You know, they've got to find a way to retrofit this, and there's you know they have a couple of options of doing that. You can they can just come out and say, 
oh, the government just decided it's a bad idea and we're going to stop. And mm-hmm. that's kind of a cop-out answer. Totally. Or they can try and do it organically, which is what they ended up doing with Secret Invasion. And what what you end up with is it is shown that for years at this point, before Civil War even started or before House of M, which is kind of what triggered, triggered Civil War, the scrolls started infiltrating superhero teams okay. by capturing them and replacing them with their own versions and previously they um the people would be able to tell if you were a scroll through magic or technology mm-hmm. and somehow they found a way to completely circumvent that ah. and that no one could tell okay and they're right before so if you read the whole run this is usually the first one to read, but if you the one the the trade that the guy said to read before this was one called Avengers Illuminati. Okay. And the Illuminati were so if I can remember all the characters in the Illuminati. The Illuminati were uh Doctor Strange, Professor X, uh Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, mm-hmm. uh Namor the Submariner. I don't do you know who he is? No. He he's basically Marvel's Aquaman. I was gonna say it sounds like Aquaman. Yeah, okay. he's, uh Marvel's Aquaman. I think there's uh, Hank Pym, who is Hank the, Pym. the original uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And Black Bolt. Okay. I if you know who Black Bolt is. No. Mm-mm. Okay. He's the leader of the Inhumans. Oh, the Inhumans? Inhumans. The human Inhumans are a long story. You can you, find someone else to read that trade with you because it's, <laughs> it's a fascinating story, but I, okay. I, we don't have time to go into the background and all that. <laughs> okay. But they're basically, they're all leaders of these big you know, teams and like the, basically the smartest people on in the Marvel plant on earth in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And they basically get together just to make sure that nothing bad happens. And there is a Kree scroll war that almost decimates earth. And so the Illuminati go to the scrolls and say, Hey, don't do this. Okay. You know, basically like threaten them. Like don't, you know, don't come to earth and again. Right. And so the scrolls capture them and do experiments on them, and that's where they get the DNA for all this stuff, and they figure out a way to hide their shape-shifting oh. abilities from everyone. So there's so many backstory, <laughs> background backstory, backstory stuff. Backstory, leading, backstory, backstory. Yeah, yeah, backstory leading up into all this stuff. Yeah. But that this all leads into the first sort of thing that triggers everyone knowing that there's a, an invasion happening, which is the Avengers go to Japan and kill um, Elektra, I don't oh. know if you know who Elektra is. And Sounds then it turns out that she's a scroll. And now everyone's like, well, if she was a scroll she's and we still didn't alive. know who is like who else is a scroll? Right. And so it starts this whole thing of people not tr- being able to trust each other. Yeah. And all kinds of craziness. Honestly, happens. like the scrolls were such assholes in this comic book, but like <laughs> to say the least. But yes. they are so right. They're like they literally were just like they just kind of planted the idea into the humans' brains that a lot of their friends are probably scrolls, and they just started fighting each other. Like, there's a point where Black Widow's like, "Shoot first, ask questions later." Yeah, like she shoots Wolverine. Yeah, he he's walks like, in and fuck? she she just shoots him, and he's like, "What the hell?" And he's like, "I gotta make sure you weren't a scroll." <laughs> hey man, if you're gonna shoot anybody, it's Wolverine because exactly. Be fine. <laughs> so, yeah, he can take it. So you take. You texted me and you said you had so many questions. So I'm, I'm interested to, to hear your, your what questions you have. 
So I, okay, so one of my main things, I don't know if it was a question of more of observation, and I'm mm-hmm. sure you can give me some light into this. Okay, so I, as you know, and as you thoroughly have told me that you disagree, my favorite <laughs> Marvel movie is Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have scrolls in there. But mm-hmm. the whole time we're like fighting for the scrolls. Like they're the misunderstood enemies of the Kree or whatever. So, yes. but here they're legit assholes. Yes, <laughs> like, as as they have always been in the Marvel universe. That was a that was a a, a twist and and a complete shock to a lot of comic book readers because the scrolls oh. are were not seen as good people. So in the movie, that's not them. That's not no. who they really are. That's oh not shit! Who they were. Yeah, it's not who they are in the comics. Oh shit! That's yeah. That's a big deal. It Fuck is a big guys. deal. Wow. Okay. Well. So that doesn't. And having now having read this, do you think that Marvel will still try to do something like this? To like like turn it around so where the scrolls will try to invade? Yeah, maybe, of course. You think so? Oh yeah. And the thing it is, it turns like, out that they they were really assholes the whole time. Ooh. Or oh, just man. maybe that one section was good, but everyone else is assholes. Because the other right. thing is, is that this invasion is. Uh, inspired by basically a religious extremist within the Scroll Empire. Um, oh, one yeah, because the, they keep the, saying he loves you, he loves yes. you, and they're like, "Who? God?" I was like, "Whoa, this got religious." Yes. So yeah. originally, uh, the original point of the secret invasion was the king. <laughs> the king uh, hated the ex, you know, the superheroes, and. Um, he was. They were insulted, and this goes back to like an old comic from the '60s uh, when the Fantastic Four first encountered the Skrulls. Okay. Like, and I don't know if it was the '60s or '70s, but it's a very old comic. At the end of the comic, they somehow hypnotize them or convince them that they're cows, and they shapeshift into cows and stay that way. And so <laughs> they even say in Secret Invasion, the Queen says to them, "You should have thought about that before you turned our beloveds into cows or something like that." So and it's because mad. they they literally turn them into cows. They're mad. They're like yeah. So no. the the queen. There was a prophecy about the the scroll homeworld being destroyed and that Earth would become the new homeworld. And they were all shunned by the the main body of the scrolls until Galactus came and destroyed their homeworld. And now they're all of a sudden oh the prophecy was true. We need to follow the queen. She was right the whole time, or the princess really. Then she became the queen. Wow. So, like this I said, is, it's backstory among backstory. I'm so glad you're here because that answered like 12 <laughs> of my questions. Yeah, and then at the end, they're like, we didn't have a home world, so we wanted to take over yours because humans suck. They take <laughs> shit and exterminate the indigenous and just settle. They suck. I'm like, wait, what? Aren't you doing like the same thing right now? <laughs> like, coming in, taking shit. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole thing is just like, a huge battle scene like it is like it's basically one continuous battle and it's a fairly big trade yeah it's a fairly it thick trade it's it's you know it's, i wouldn't say it's the yeah i wouldn't say it's the biggest uh, biggest one but um it's uh it's it's there's a lot to digest in it there is and there's just like like the i mean i want to talk about the artwork for a second yeah it's, Oh my god! Like it gets so detailed. This it probably took him years to finish this. <laughs> to say like right? I'm sure. I mean, I think the whole I, I think the whole series took place over the course of a of a year, as far as like when it was released and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 
Sheesh. And I'm now I actually do want to read the second volume. I'm curious. Um, and we'll get to the ending in a second. Or I guess we could talk about the ending now um, and obviously go back. But it ends with, oh, okay, so here. Here's my question. And, sure. and I need some backstory on this guy. Norman Osborn. He takes over at the end, but he's yes. an asshole too. Yes, he is the Green Goblin. Shut the fuck up. Is he yeah. really? Yeah, he's the Green Goblin. Is Do they call him Norman Osborn in the, in the Spider-Man movie? Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. His son is Harry Osborn. Okay. Who becomes a, a, a either Green Goblin or Hobgoblin. James or Franco? Of, yeah, yeah, James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going back to the Tobey Maguire stuff, yes. The, the good yeah. stuff. The good old so days. He, so Norman Osborn re, uh, leads the team for Colorado, which is called the, the Thunderbolts. And essentially what they are is they're a team of villains who are trying to sort of rehabilitate themselves. Okay. So they're, you know, they... they they're not they're not allowed free reign or anything like that but Norman Osborn is the leader of them and as much as he as much as the the you know he wants they want the public to think that he's a good guy we we know the truth it's yeah. it's Norman Osborn he's he's the green goblin he's he's going to be bad and yeah. you can tell and everything he does is the every time you hear him talking he's getting his team to the front he's doing everything he can to put his team in the spotlight right up into the you know Spoiler alert, the the shocking thing at the end when Wolverine's about to kill the queen, she gets shot by Norman Osborn on TV so that the entire world sees that he did it. Okay, wait, so that one, wait, wait, that that didn't happen in this one, right? Yes. Or did it, would they, okay, then, okay, then that, uh, see, okay. I'm, maybe the volume I have is is both of the ones you, or maybe you only read the first one. I read one I just have eight. I I just have, uh. The one trade. Uh, so the one at the end is where he's talking to there. It's like, hey, I'm Norman Osborn and the world trusts me to to fuck over Tony Stark. Oh, uh, when, when he's talking to the president. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like, the right. That's the right spot. OK. And at the end, he starts talking to a bunch of uh, bad dudes in yes. like a poker game room yes. or something he's like in a, in a basement room somewhere. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'm not entirely sure what this leads to because I don't know what the storyline is after that. Um a lot of this, this a lot of the stuff that happened in Marvel in the two thousands is 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 where my gap is as mm-hmm. far as comic books, which is why I've been reading a lot over the last couple of years, is yeah. to get all of these stories in that I've been missing for you know I missed over that last decade. Yeah. But that it, yeah because he ends up in um hold on I got the picture right here, um but he ends up in a in a table with uh, Emma Frost who kind of goes is kind of a, a villain and and Namor who is kind of both. He's he's he can be basically he's an asshole. Okay. Um, and then Doctor Doom and Loki or the girl version of Loki. The girl version of Loki. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, he turns he turns into he turns himself into a girl. I forget when that happens. Oh my gosh, I want to read that one. So That's much awesome. so much stuff happens in this universe. <laughs> it's impossible to keep up with everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm just going to relax and not have like fret over going like through the timeline. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like story exactly. by story. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, um, oh God, it, and the thing that is, is crazy is that it jumps around a lot. You know, it'll be like one page in one area and then it immediately goes to somewhere else. Cause there's so many things that, that tie in. And so many parts of the different story that has to tie in. So it's 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 a lot to read, but it, it's a lot of fun all the way through. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's it's nonstop action, and we get to meet the baby Avengers too, which I had no idea they existed. Yeah, either Avengers, they're they're fun. They're um, if you get a chance to read their 
uh, the complete run of that one. That's a that's a fun book as well. And um, there, I okay. So like in DC, they have Baby Batman, Baby Green Arrow, ba- <laughs> you know. But in this one, they're like actually different. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, they don't um, they don't really they don't really do too much of that. Where the you know they all they didn't you know they don't have a side. Spider Man doesn't have a sidekick. That's a younger version of himself. Yeah. They they like to vary it up. So. They, the, it, you know, at the beginning of the Young Avengers, they all kind of look like they have certain powers that are similar to, you know, other ones. But then when you read it, you realize, okay, he's really nothing like that person. It just hap- they happen to have similar powers in, in certain ways. Gotcha. So there's one who kind of looks like he could be Thor, but they call him Wiccan because he has lightning powers, but he's, he also has other powers that Thor doesn't have. Like, there's a whole thing. You, got, you have to read that run on your own. Oh, yeah. You're like, I don't even. I don't have the time to go over all of them. Oh, no, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I appreciate anything that any insight you have. Uh, Okay. And so then Thor comes in like a bat out of hell. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to fix everything. (laughs) And my favorite part when they were like, they keep saying throughout the thing, they're like, he loves you. Like the scrolls or whatever. Like, he loves you. He loves you. And I was like, who who is this dude? Why does he love everyone? Surely it can't be God. Turns out it is God, which is totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Whatever your religion I respect, it's all good. I just did not expect that here in a comic book. And then uh, Mr. Fantastic's like, yeah, well, my God has a hammer. And it's like, Thor. It's such a guy <laughs> thing to say. It is. <laughs> but it's great, too, at the same time. It's, oh, a, no, it's, it's, a, good com- it's a good comeback. Uh, it's kind of it. like, oh, God, what was the... I think it was the first Avengers movie when uh, Thor comes in and and takes Loki away, and uh, Natasha says to Steve, uh, to Captain America, "I wouldn't mess with them. They're basically gods." And he's like, "There's only one god, ma'am," and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Um, <laughs> I am not particularly a religious person, but I thought that was a great line and totally yeah. in line with Captain America. So yeah, uh, no, yeah, awesome. and mind you, this is the Scroll Gods, which mm-hmm. is I actually no, I don't I don't know too much about the background on that. Okay, on the scroll, I, I like. I wonder if there's just a scroll comic book solely for. I mean, I'm sure there is. There's so many freaking comic books. There's probably a comic book called <laughs> the the store that Captain America shops in. Like, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> and like, you just have to let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Whatever stories come to you, you read and just piece it into your timeline yourself. And sometimes you're like, wait, what? And you're just like, shake your head. Yep, that happened. <laughs> Moving on. I accept it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of the stuff in here, you just have to be like, all right, well, that happened. I'm moving on. Um, yeah. Do you, uh, you read this online, right? You used uh, yeah, like Comixology. Yeah, Did mm-hmm. yours have all of the great uh, propaganda artwork? Um, was uh, Where it said, like, embrace the change. Yes. Yes. So it would be like a picture of a family, but like half of them were scrolls. Yes, that was weird. Or like a little baseball, like a little kid playing baseball, but he's a scroll. Yes. So it's like it's like a propag it's like what would have been the propaganda tools for them, you know, for the like having the people accept that the scrolls were now a part of their society. Right. And I, as we go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, as we start getting to the end, we there's like um I think it's uh like episode uh issue five or six and it opens up with all these like talking heads and they're actually scrolls they're like it's okay embrace the change like it's gonna be kind of reminds me of the zoom chats we have with the celebrities here that are so (laughs) cringeworthy you're like okay we get it we all need to stay inside and give million dollar houses whatever um (laughs) 
And they're like, it's okay, I'm inside too and I'm bored. I'm like, are you? You with your tennis court, bowling alley, and swimming pool. Are you bored? Uh, <laughs> but you're not better. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not better. Yeah, um, yeah so it, I love how they're... Wait, what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought. <laughs> no. I was just going to say, I love how um, the... Yeah, it's like, they're like, embrace, embrace. And there's like these protesters that are like, we're for the change. We're for the change. And then they start incorporating that propaganda artwork that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, you kind of become part of the story. Like you see the posters and the commercials that they start putting up. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I did like, uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, the movie Men in, Men in Black when oh. uh, when they take him to see the, the big screen and on the screen you see all these pictures of celebrities and they're like, oh, they're really aliens. Yeah. Um, just like in here, there's, uh, I mean, you can, you there's people who are, they're definitely like, one of them is definitely Stephen Colbert. One of them is definitely yes. Barack Obama and Tom Cruise and <laughs> Oprah Winfrey and Steve Jobs. They even had Eric Cartman from, Star, uh, from South Park in the background of one. <laughs> Uh, you know, just all kinds of craziness. And then they'll throw it like, you know, like Magneto and Dr. Doom and different various superheroes and stuff like that. It was just, it was a great panel. I loved it. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm definitely going to post that on Instagram. I wrote down that page number. That was, (laughs) that was great. I was like, yeah, it's like, it's a whole earth movement. And the whole time they're like, we're the Avengers. Okay, now we accept what's happening. And then all of a sudden the scrolls are like, fire and doom. And they're like, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. Like, what happened there? They just, it was all of a sudden like, we're for you. And the scrolls are like, oh, yeah, here's some fire in your face. Do you remember that part? Um, oh, yeah. well, yeah, yeah with the, when, the, when the super scrolls uh, came in. Uh, yeah. The other thing is that the, the the introduction of the Super Scrolls, up until this point, there was only one Super Scroll um, okay. who had the powers of the four of the Fantastic Four. Uh, he oh. was a, basically the main villain of the Fantastic Four. However, um, his powers were sort of not real. They were okay. imitated. And then for this one, they actually, they, you, they, you know, they find out that, oh, these, they actually do. Because what they'll do is they just... They'll take the powers of like a handful of superheroes and put it in one scroll. So you'll have one who has like the skin of Colossus with uh, Wolverine's claws and Cyclops's laser beam and you know all whatever. It's like literally just a hodgepodge of of uh, heroes into one scroll, and they're everywhere. Yeah, which is what makes the battle so tough. And that yeah, I was gonna say that's the that's literally the worst enemy is someone that has like the equal strength to you. Like how do you? how do you beat them? You can't. <laughs> and multiple options of stuff. So not just like, you know, not like Wolverine just has his claws and his healing factor. You'll have a scroll who has that, but they also can, you know, control the weather like Storm and run yeah. like Quicksilver or something like that. So I yeah. just kind of threw those out there. But, yes. Uh, um, no, I love it. What did you, uh, what was your reaction? It's, it's a very small little part, but what was your reaction to the, the baby at the end? Oh, Jessica Jones' baby? Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I, like, as a woman, I was very, (laughs) (laughs) I was very glad that they are starting to bring in, like, mothers of Marvel. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that Jessica Jones was a mom. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the show. I don't, I'm not very familiar with her. But I actually did really love that part, other than the fact that she accidentally gave it to a scroll. But, (laughs) uh, yeah, whoops. Uh, but I thought it was cool. She's like, hold my child. I'm going to go save the world. Possibly yeah. not coming back. Sucked. But that's like, 
the the that's it like if you're a if you're a superhero and you're a mom you kind of you've already you've accepted that that kid may grow up without a parent because you're right. still going to save the world and follow your dreams <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. it, that part took me took me a little bit by surprise because you see jarvis uh who is in the comic books he's the butler of, yes. of the avengers tower right um not the not tony stark's um computer program like he is in the movies and you see him earlier and you see that he's turned you know he's a scroll but then you see him get blown up Mm -hmm. and so when you see the jarvis again you're like okay this is the real jarvis not the one who took over and then turns out no you find at the end when they find when they find all of the superheroes who had been uh taken by the scrolls including captain america which is how they bring him back it turns out the captain america who died was really a scroll um which, on the one hand, is kind of a can be seen as oh, that's kind of a cop out way to do it, but they yeah. did it in such a really fun story that you kind of have to like, okay, I'll I'll forgive you. It's a cool. It was a cool way of saying, oh yeah, by the way, actually these characters who were kind of acting out of character before this were really scrolls, right. and now we're going to bring them all back. So at the end of Civil War, I don't, and I'm not talking about the comic book. I'm talking about the movie. Mm-hmm. Are we to assume that because Captain America dies at the end of that one that he was a scroll? Because I don't remember how they pick it up in, in the next one, but they don't. They he doesn't don't die attach... in the movie. Oh, because I thought. Oh, maybe that was his he movie. Gets, he gets the snot beat out of him. That's right. Okay, so yeah, he doesn't die in the movies. Okay, J.K. Haven't watched <laughs> it in a while. I'm still new here, guys. Whatever. I can't um, believe you've not watched uh, the Jessica Jones series. It is a great TV series. Have you watched uh, any of the Netflix stuff? I have because I work on some of those shows, but I, um, to be honest, before I worked on some of those, I didn't really watch them because some of them are just a little too soap opera-y for me. <laughs> I, I can't handle the drama. I'm like, just get to it. Why are we on episode 59, season one? Like, good <laughs> Lord almighty above. Well, there's only We're like done. 13 episodes in each season, so. Hey, no, I, you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about uh, Supergirl. You know, oh how that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I stopped. I, yeah, I stopped watching. No, no, no. You need to go watch the Netflix okay. ones. I'm watching it today. Yes, Done. yeah. They're, uh, no problem. Watch them in order. So start with Daredevil. Okay. Oh, and then there's also there's Daredevil, um, then Jessica Jones, then Luke Jessica Cage, Luke and Cage. then and then uh, Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Okay. Iron Fist is not great, okay. but you do need to watch all of that. Uh, watch Daredevil, and you'll watch Daredevil season two, and then watch the Defenders because that's like the team up one of all of them. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you want, I'll write you down the order to watch them. In, yeah, please do. Definitely, definitely start with Daredevil because Daredevil, the whole run of Daredevil was amazing. Okay. Amazing. It was yeah. a great series. And it's more, it's, it's more adult. It's okay. not so bright. I like it's adult. not, it's not like the, it's not like the, uh, um, CW, you know, <laughs> versions of, yeah. of them there. That's more hardcore. Okay, good. I'm like, just get to it. I don't care if you make it like five really good episodes. Like, just get to it. Like, (laughs) I don't need this floofy doofy stuff. I don't need to know that you're trying to find a new apartment in the middle of a city because you're a small town girl. Like, I don't care. (laughs) Like, what? Where are the parts where you almost die? Tell me about those. Uh, No, I'll definitely watch it. Um, Good. I'm so glad. I'm I'm gonna watch it today. That's that's on my list. There you Uh, go. No problem. Speaking of death. Uh, we do actually see the death of Janet Van Dyne in this. The wasp. The wasp. Yes. Ugh, yes. And it's her actual death, actual death? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've brought her back in some capacity. Okay. Who knows? But they were, 
I think they were looking for a way of because she's uh, the Wasp has been part of the Avengers since the beginning. Oh shit! She okay. was like, in fact, I, if I remember correctly, in the comic book, she's the one who suggests the name the Avengers. Oh, so I did that, not know that. That's how long she's been a member of the Avengers team since the beginning. Oh shit! That's cool. I love that. But then she died. But here's the thing: in comic books, when people die, I have now learned it's yeah. like, are they dead? 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 Yeah. No. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. They'll find yeah. ways of, of of bringing people back, stuff like that. Although the one thing you will have differently from Marvel as opposed to DC, um, DC will do a hard reboot. That's you end okay. up with things like yeah. Rebirth or the New Fifty Two or stuff yeah. like that. The Earth Marvel, One stuff. Marvel yeah. doesn't do that. They'll do what they'll do kind of a soft reboot. Okay. Where they'll they'll have a big event that changes the landscape of 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 their their world, right? But it's everything is, stays in order. It's not a it's not a hey we're starting everything over from number one here. You have to start. Here's the backstory of the character you already know, just yeah. told in a slightly different way. That is the one thing that I do like about Marvel as opposed to DC. I, although DC has some really really great stories and some of my favorite stories, the whole having to reboot it every like. 12 years really annoys me see i was gonna ask you which do you prefer so you like the soft like reminder well yeah and i mean i grew up a marvel kid so i like the mm. characters more i mean I, you know i was when i was a kid i loved batman i love superman you know the big ones yeah, stuff like that but as, as a world i much prefer the soft i i'm i mean i'm much more of a fan of if you're gonna do something commit to it so i would sure. pre- i would prefer sure. that if they killed off a character that character stayed dead Right. And they right. lived in that world and just find a way of getting another character in there. And you can find, in some ways, you can find someone with a similar power set if you think you need it. Um, comics don't do that because characters get so, you know, uh, popular that they'll, they'll bring them back in some way. Of course. Form or fashion. And, yeah. But I am, I am, I hate uh, when people, um, what is the term? I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, like retroactively change things. Yes. Um, yeah, like go back and kind of fix some parts of the story that they always wanted to fix or... Yeah. That, I, yeah, I can see. That's that way which more confusing. Is, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but I'm one of the prequel haters in Star Wars because, oh, yeah, because okay. he, goes, he goes back and changes things. In fact, the whole thing about Darth Vader being Luke's father is kind mm-hmm. of a retrofit anyway because... It's clear that's not really the intention in the first movie. They're just sort right. of like, you know, they, they say it in the third movie. It's like, oh, well, he was he really did kill your father if you look at it at a certain point of view. That's that's their way of saying, no, we're changing the story and this is how we're going to do it. But really, yeah, you know, if you're going to create a story, in, in my opinion, stick to what you've built. Right. And and it also, like, takes people out of it. They're like, wait, yeah. what? Like, why? Yeah. I mean, of course he didn't know that that was going to be his father because Luke made out with his sister in well, New Hope. <laughs> I, after rewatching it, made out is a little strong. She <laughs> hey, kissed, man. She, ki- she kissed him kind of hard, but, like, it wasn't making out. It wasn't even, there's, like, there's no tongue. Yeah. She just, she planted one on, on, uh, mm. on his lips, and that was it. So yeah, but I, when you're a kid, I, that's like ew. <laughs> oh, I know. Any kissing scene, my daughter is like, oh, gross. <laughs> I'm still like she's that. like that. She's like that when I kiss my wife, though. So she just oh. thinks the whole like kissing is just gross. She doesn't get it. She's like, I'll never do that. <laughs> you're like, good. <laughs> Keep it that way. <laughs> I I'm not. Uh, I'm not dumb. I know what I don't know. I know yeah. what what will eventually happen. Yeah, you were a kid once. 
Yeah. You're a kid one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, we've had the discussion with my wife where she, she was like, well, I, you know, I, I don't want them to do this or find out about this. I was like, listen, I remember what I was like in that age and mm-hmm. what I was secretly doing you yeah. know, behind closed doors. I have no uh, no thoughts about what is what is not happening. It's, you know. Yeah, it's, it's happening. It's gonna. It's happening. It's gonna happen. Whatever you know, yeah. what happens a, with them. She's a human. It'll happen. Like yeah, yeah. It'll, totally. Well, just between all, both of my kids. That's why yeah. I decided I'm just. I'm just gonna be honest with them. You should, because then they'll come up to you for not advice, but they'll be like, uh, yeah. "Hey, uh, this happened, and it feels weird." And you're like, "Well, that's life. Here it is." Like, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, I can go into a little bit more depth than that. <laughs> Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, secret evasion. So, um, it's funny cause like when I have my friends on here, we go into like talking about like personal <laughs> life stuff. I know. Like, oh yeah. We're recording. No, it's all good. I, I want it to be like a community podcast. So it's all good. So, all right. So we come to the part of the podcast where we rate the comic book. Um, and you know how it goes, but I'm going to tell anybody that doesn't know it's, uh, on a rating of one through five. And then you pick a noun from the comic book three means that you at least suggest that somebody else read it. And I have just realized that in the midst of preparing for my very first solo episode, <laughs> I didn't have a noun. So, John, what do you give it? <laughs> um, I would give I would give this book a five out of five scroll ears, pointy Ooh, scroll ears. Five. The whole a five. The at the entire series, I would give um, maybe a four out of five. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the books are a little slow, and you can tell there's different. You know, they saved their best writers for the biggest story points. Yeah, in, in the entire because granted, like I said, this is 29 trades I just read. Right, all kinds of different, uh, all kinds of different ones. Um, uh, all different characters, including ones that don't even appear in this book. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. one there's one for Deadpool and how he reacts to uh, Secret Evasion. One for She Hulk. Um, who you don't see in this book, you know, all just there's all kinds of stuff. Some of the books aren't quite as good as this one, so you can mm-hmm. you can tell. Um, some of the books, um, I felt they were a little cheapened because you would have this book and then you realize only half of it was for the scroll story, and the back half, what they would do is they would repose or reprint an old uh, story that had to do with the scrolls. Uh-huh. But not necessarily with this particular story. Like uh, in the Whoa. Fantastic Four one, they 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 reprinted the old story about how they met the scrolls, which is great. But I was I was in such a mode to read just that storyline that I skipped a lot of the really old ones that they reprinted. So that okay. would, it would be like half the book I didn't read because uh, it would be. Um, you know, it would be some old story that was, you know, you could tie it in and saying this is the history with the mm-hmm. scrolls, but it doesn't tie in specifically to this story. There's so many elements, just even amongst the all the volumes themselves. Like, how do you how do you stuff that all into your brain, man? That's a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, There's a lot. That's why I kept the uh, the 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 main trade at close at hand to kind of like whip back and forth a little bit if I needed to, if you know if something was. Um, happening um the other thing that actually this one doesn't address um is what happens with magic because magic okay. is a big part of the marvel universe you know with dr strange right 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 and you don't they don't really talk about that part too much um but they do address it in the one for excalibur which is the the superhero team that is in britain 
Um, because as far as the Marvel Universe goes, like, mad the center of magic is kind of in Britain, like, you know, with the druids and Stonehenge and that sort of thing, and that that whole thing. So, the whole defense of magic happens in that book and not really here. So, there's there's all kinds of craziness. It's a great series, which is why I'm giving it a four out of five as far as the entire run goes. Okay, some of the some of the books I wish maybe had a little bit better writing but you know there's they they were trying to coordinate all of these stories into this so one much. cohesive thing it was so much to do yeah so but it was well, it's it was great good well speaking of excalibur i'm gonna have emily who is our our beloved um our beloved emily from uh um oh my gosh why this film <laughs> she's in the uk part of the bfop network mm-hmm. i freaking love that girl she was on your episode and you guys reviewed mummy i i want her on the show and she hasn't really read a lot of comic books um and i'm curious if she'd want to do excalibur because it takes place in britain because that's i mean the uk hey yeah. i mean is that is that, I mean, is that like being like, hey, you live there. Let's read the comic <laughs> from there. Is that weird? I don't know. <laughs> Emily, if you're listening, do you want to do Excalibur? Okay. <laughs> She'd probably be down for anything. I freaking love that girl. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to give it a 4.5 Luke Cage scrolls. <laughs> and it's a Luke Cage scroll because I wrote this down because I thought it was so funny that he was like, it's Luke Cage, like modern, like big muscular guy with the muscle shirt. But then when he meets his scroll, it's him from like the 70s, 80s Luke Cage <laughs> with like the white bandana yep, and, and that big the afro hair. and all that yes. stuff. Yes. Uh, the one that, so when you meet them, the ones who, who, who come out uh, when, when they're released, uh-huh. um, one of the things that was made, uh, pointed to me was, that was when uh, the ones that you see are what the scrolls knew of that character at the time that they were replaced or that the or that the copy oh. was made. So if they have an older one, that means that either they were replaced a long time ago or the the scroll copy was made that long ago because that was what they that was the knowledge they had of the character at that time. That's a big thing. I did not know that. I love that pullback though. It's like if you know, you know. Like it's, if you know, that's the yeah. cage. It's also it's also uh, uh, an easy way to tell the two characters apart, <laughs> so the, you know which yeah, ones, true. which ones, which ones the what you think is the real Luke Cage and which ones the scroll Luke Cage or vice versa if you don't know who's who. Right, right. Um, did you catch the the Hulk scroll? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was so cute. Just this giant <laughs> guy with like scroll ears. He's Hulk with scroll ears, and he's yeah. green. But the scrolls are already green, so it's like there he is. I, I like how anything where it was somebody had like a, a suit of armor, the the ears would be built into the armor, or yeah. um, like Spider Man when he reverts to a scroll, the ears pop out the side of the mask, so you yes. have to be able to tell that he's a scroll. <laughs> to see now. Uh, no, and like to go back on this art, which I know you love the art as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that geez, Del Del Otto, Otto Del Otto. Um, well, it goes by Del and a lot. Yeah, of them. so he, but. I was looking back at that. He did the cover art. Oh shit! The uh, the one who's credited as the main artist is um, uh, Lionel Yu. Oh wow! Or he was the pencil. Oh, my bad. That's okay. Oh okay. Well that. Guys, I'm still new to this. I'm still <laughs> learning. It literally, on the Marvel page, it said, writer, artist. Okay, so now okay, I have to that, deep dive that, a little bit further. That's fine. I'm, I'm looking at the book right now, and it's, it's uh, you know, Brian Michael Bendis was the writer. Okay. Uh, Leno Yu was the penciler. Mark Morales was the inker. Laura Martin with a couple of other peoples were the colorists. And then um, uh, 
Gabrielle Del- Delato did the cover art. Wow. So all I'm the cool so sort of cover, cover photos that you see, which is, is really cool because the cover art really doesn't have too much to do with the, uh, the storyline because you'll see like the superheroes as scrolls. Mm-hmm. Just, just to be like sort of a, a what if as are you know are we really going to see this person as a scroll in the story? Okay. But there's some really good. If you in the back of it is all, all the cool variants. Yeah, I I want to get to that the I want to get to those part. I didn't I haven't flipped to those yet, but those are usually my favorite. So I'm like, ooh, that's a cool version. Ooh, that's yeah. a cool version. But I was just gonna say, um, the art inside of it, like it took whoever it was forever because <laughs> everything was so detailed and like even it the is. part where it's the big like fighting scenes like they're very careful like there is no like pixel or whatever micro square yeah. of it that isn't well thought out like you know which is great because you know like once you read that page i don't know how what i, what I do is i'll go i'll read that page and then i'll go back and I'll just look at the details of, you know, what's happening yeah. in the background. Because usually we'll find some cool little sort of, yeah, not Easter egg, but like some cool little yeah. thing that they throw in for art. Yes. And some hidden Mickey back there. Yeah, exactly. Right? Which is why I, I, I love it when they're when they're really detailed and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, the next episode, I'm definitely just going to list everybody's names, like the pencil. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I totally forgot to do that part. That's it okay. happened. Hey, this, yeah. is your first, this is your first solo run. You get a pass. Yeah. Thanks. I hope I do. Hey, man, I'm not afraid to say that I'm a rookie at comic books. I just got a lot of questions. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. I'm a chatty Kathy, so I got a podcast. What's that's, up? <laughs> hey, that's the that's the best outlet, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, John, thank you so much for being here. That was so freaking fun talking about Secret Invasion. I'm so glad it could just, you know, it's just me and you talking. Um. Where can we find you on in cyberspace? Uh, you can find um. My brother and I at at Blast Pass Cast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we don't really have anything for Throwback Trivia Takedown. We do have a Facebook page, but we don't really update it too much. That's as, as much as we love the trivia podcast. It's not our main one, and it's just sort of the one that we do for fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Blast from Our Past podcast, you can find that uh, on any podcatcher. Uh, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you can find that on any podcatcher. And uh, as I'm sure if you've listened to this one enough, if, if you don't know where to find us, just go to bfopnetwork.com you can find everything yes yes and you guys i'm i'm telling you their podcast is so awesome i listen to blastcast all the time they go deep into movies um uh shows albums they have like really cool music quotes from the movies like it's it's really fun to listen to you guys i just i love you guys' podcast and they're really cool and genuine people too so that's what Yay. i'm all about good we haven't uh, fooled no yes yes (laughs) i'm fooled it's fine i'll let it happen uh all right well thank you everyone for tuning into ongoing comic book discussion podcast if you like what you're hearing and want to hear more make sure you follow or subscribe to ocd on whatever podcatcher you you are listening to this episode on thank you in advance and if you would like to keep up with ocd on social media you can check us out at ocd podcast on instagram and facebook.com slash ocd podcast on Facebook. Thank you all again for taking time out of your day to listen to some nerds rant about comic books. And thank you once again to my guest, John from BFOP for joining me to talk about Secret Invasion. I'll see you guys next time. Later, dudes.
Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia.